Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. We are now on episode 9 of season 7, which halfway through we have dubbed Fan's Revenge and then swapped and made it Danny's Descent. Mm -hmm. But you did very well in the last room. It's because I didn't know. It's because the map was provided for me, so I wasn't (laughs) distracted by as much drawing. I have one page of notes for that room. It's full. It is still lots of drawings, but it's only one page. Well... So we've clearly discovered the source of my problems. Just stop don't drawing. let me draw. Just don't draw. I'm you are draw. in full control of whether or not you draw. It's going to happen. All right. Every escape room this season has been written and created by a fan of the show, or at least someone who's listened to the show, whether or not they liked it. And they have brought it on for Danny and I to play through, which has been really fun, a really nice change of pace. Uh, well, not so much for me. I don't design the rooms anyway. But for <laughs> Danny, it's been a change of pace. Uh, for me, I get to play again, which is fun. I haven't played much uh, in a while, so I didn't get to play in any of Chronomaly. You got to play all of them on your own. That's true. Um, <laughs> so this episode, uh, our guest is Sarah Wilson. Welcome, Sarah, to the show. Thank you. Uh, now, this is a room that uh, I believe you first emailed us about saying, oh, I've, start- I've, written a- I've started writing a room uh, two years ago to the day, pretty much. Yeah, uh, just about exactly two years ago. Have you been I working it was on it back then? Diligently every day for two years? Uh, absolutely not. No, Good, I, I thought that it was would finished be crazy two years down. ago, and then I put it aside for about six months, and then I picked it up again, did a play test, put it back again, and it, it went like that for two years. <laughs> two years ago, that would have made it like one of our first ever guest rooms. I probably well no because it would have been maybe like our fourth. How so? Well, we would have had Dave. We started, yeah. And then maybe in season three where we had Dave and Lee Faye again. Two years ago, we hadn't done season three yet. That's a good point. It would have been just after Children of My yeah. Science. Yeah, maybe like that. You could have been our second guest game master. I wasn't ready, though. I no, needed the it time. wasn't there yet. It needed it's to all... percolate. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I wrote it after your um, puzzle design episodes. So it was, it was right after um, those came out. Wow. Yeah, man. Initially wrote the first draft. Initially. (laughs) It's so nice to hear that people actually like listened to those and then went, oh yeah, that sounds like a thing I could do. That doesn't sound so hard. Sweet. Danny's an idiot. We (laughs) could do this. Uh, I I like it. It's cool. Ah, All right. Um, So we're excited to get into this room, but first we have some questions for you because every, every guest who comes on, we ask the same two questions. Um, I hope you've prepared a, a long-form essay response because the first question is, what is your escape room experience? Uh, I have quite a bit of escape room experience. I started doing them five years ago, and I think I've done about 100 or so. So um, not the obsessed fan, but a fan for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's more than uh, we've also... done. Yeah, absolutely. And five <laughs> years ago, you got in early. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I actually really wanted those to exist before they did. Mm. Like I had, I had ideas of like creating a puzzle house where people ah. could go in and solve puzzles. And <laughs> uh, then like later that year, they started up in, uh, in New York and other cities. So. And you sued them for theft of intellectual property. No, I just dropped my idea and just wanted to play all the rooms everyone else made. <laughs> Great, they exist now. I don't have to do it. It's <laughs> not my burden to bear. <laughs> yes. Oh, wonderful. Huh. That's uh, very it's cool. just like me with Pokemon Snap too. <laughs> <laughs> True. 
And the second question that we ask everyone, because the show is a combination of escape rooms and tabletop role-playing, what is your tabletop role-playing experience like? That is much less. Uh, I think I might have played once, and I have very vague memories of it. A friend was running a game, uh, like a one-off game, but I don't remember who I was playing or <laughs> what the story was. Um, so I would say close to zero experience with that. Well, that's all right. I feel like more and more, it's it's always really interesting with with with, uh, with the tabletop role playing aspect of this show. Because I think more and more, it's become less uh, of a strange idea the way we're doing this. I think you know we when, like when we started this show mm. three years ago, it was a very it was a novel idea. No one had done it before, and it was like, oh, we're doing escape rooms, but it's this crazy tabletop role playing version it's with your words. But now. You know, there are other shows like ours. There are people who've designed rooms like this, especially now in this in this uh, troubled times during the during all the shutdowns. People are making their rooms this way, and they're running their rooms this way. And it's become like we don't really need to focus on the oh, it's like a tabletop role playing version. I think more and more, it's just like oh yeah, this is just these are these types. It's audio escape rooms. That's a thing now. True, the level. I mean, it's just like a real escape room. The level of role play involved can wildly vary mm. depending on how much you want to put into the design. Yeah, it's fun. Huh. Maybe we should ask people what their audio experiences are. How have you, how have, what have you listened to in your life? What is Can your experience as an ear owner? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, wonderful. Well, I'm excited. I'm ready to go. Yep. I've written episode nine at the top of my notes. I'm, I've written I'm ready. nothing. I, I haven't drawn a rectangle notebook. because I've been burned once this season when I do a rectangle. <laughs> And they, and they said, you fool, how dare you draw a rectangle? So I'm ready to go. Would you like to get us started? Sure. You are escape room enthusiasts, and you know all there is to know about escape rooms. After all, you've already played a dozen of them. Lately, your love of escape rooms has got you thinking. Maybe it would be fun to open your own escape room company. Of course, it would be good to know if you enjoy the business side before you dive in. <laughs> So when you see a company called Boxed In Escapes, advertising a game master position, you send off an application. You get a reply from the owner right away. Instead of a job interview, he's invited you to play one of his games for free to see if you have what it takes to work at Boxed In. He also mentions that he's hiring to replace an employee he suspects of stealing money from the tip jar. So that seems like a lot of red flags, but what kind of enthusiast would you be if you said no to a free game? Mm-hmm. When you arrive, a chipper young man in a boxed-in t-shirt introduces himself as Kirk, your game master. When you explain why you're there, he looks surprised. Obviously, no one told him they were hiring. <laughs> but the Vampire's Den escape room is ready for you. Ooh. He reads you the rules, hands you a walkie-talkie, and helps you stow your phones in a locker, and you're ready to begin. As soon as you step into the narrow room, you can see why the Groupon price was so low. <laughs> Between the fluorescent lighting and the dingy drop ceiling, this Vampire's Den looks more like a sad office only painted black. As Kirk chains your ankles to a plywood coffin, you remind yourself that at least you aren't paying for this. <laughs> he points out the emergency exit button and reminds you that he's available by walkie-talkie if you need any hints. Then he steps back into the lobby, locking the door behind him. You entered through the door in the south wall, Yay. and the coffin you're currently chained to is on the east side of the room. Oh yeah, coffins. They have a very distinct shape. I mean, you would think, wouldn't you? 
What do you reckon? Have I succeeded at that shape? No, you've drawn like a very cheekboned skull. It does look a bit like a bad mask. <laughs> yeah. The only other furniture is a set of two lockers in the southwest corner. That is sad. And is that the only other cool. thing? Yep. Oh, thumbs up. No, there's more. Mm, please. <laughs> there's a large fan set into the west wall, and underneath that is a small vent. On the wall next to the coffin is a clear plastic maze. Ooh, a plastic maze. Next to the entrance door is, of course, the emergency exit button. And on the north wall across from the entrance is another door with a padlock on it. Ooh. Padlocks I like drawing. When you stretch out the chain as far as it goes, you can reach the entrance door, the maze, the near side of the lockers, and, of course, the coffin. Ooh, that is much longer than I thought. <laughs> I've made it tiny. I've made it so tiny. I don't know how to fix that. No, just oh, keep it tiny. It yeah, there, it's, yeah. Like a, it's like a dog's leash. That like extends out from the. No, 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 no. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> she just gave yourself a loop of rope back. Yep. I just drew a little dotted line to indicate where I can reach. That makes sense too. I will. I will also do that. That's everything you can see. Well, can I just make a a a, a bit of a prediction here, Danny? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that we're probably replacing Kirk. And he's going to get all vindictive and evil halfway through. Really? Oh. So I think we should escape oh. now, hit the exit button, and go and kill Kirk <laughs> before wow. he kills us. That's interesting, because I was going, oh, no, we're going to find the last employee in the coffin, aren't we? <laughs> well, why don't we check? Do you want to check out the coffin? All right, let's take a look, let's at, the look at the coffin. The coffin was constructed out of plywood and painted black. It has metal bars running along the side, always convenient for handcuffing escape room players, too. <laughs> Did you want to look inside the coffin? Oh, as yeah, well? let's open if this If we baby can, up. absolutely. Being extra careful not to get any splinters, you open the lid of the coffin. At first, it seems to be completely empty until you notice a postcard sitting in the bottom. Ha ha! Uh, what does the postcard say? As you pick up the postcard, you hear a tinny, evil laugh coming from a small speaker on the inside of the lid. <laughs> it's a Halloween postcard with some skeletons on it. Sort of spooky under the right circumstances, but not the scariest thing you can imagine finding in a coffin. You flip it over, and on the reverse side are three letter stickers in a dripping red font that's supposed to look like blood, spelling out L-R-D. L-R-D. Like, uh, like, lard. Now, you said, like, they're stickers. They're not, they're not written on. They're, they're stuck on? Yeah. Is there any way to, like, peel them off? No. They're just, they're very sticky. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right, Danny, we've got lured stickers. Or Dr. L. You're going to have to excuse See, me. See, look, I'm trying to talk to Danny about puzzles and she's drawing. She's drawing <laughs> skeletons, skeletons. are intricate business. And she's, Don't draw the skeleton. Just write the word skeletons. I had to draw a jack-o'-lantern. Why? Because it's what? easier than a skeleton. <laughs> that doesn't... <laughs> now your nail notes are actively worse than they would. Later on, we're going to be solving a puzzle, and you're going to be like, oh, wait, no, there was a jack-o'-lantern on that, on that card. It was covered in jack-o'-lanterns. And that's just not true. <laughs> All right, well, while Danny draws this card, can I... Now, this is just me. Now, I am both feeling the coffin, but I'm also feeling out your style as a room designer. <laughs> so can I feel around the inside of the coffin and, like, the outside and just kind of give it a really thorough look over to see if I've missed anything, if there's anything stuck to something or written on it? Sure. You spend a few minutes uh, fully examining the coffin. Meanwhile, the 
evil laugh keeps happening as you get closer to the speaker. <laughs> but you don't turn anything up. Cool. Now, this evil laugh is going to be important at some point, but I don't know why. But it's good to remember. I'm going to write it down. Totally. Evil laugh. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. I tried to draw the speaker, but it's just a slightly... Oh How it's would drawing just a... a speaker help you remember that there was an evil laugh? <laughs> it's just a slightly thicker line on the coffin than the rest of the coffin line. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Can we... Do you want to have a look at our ankle bracelet? Oh, uh, yeah, the cuff? <laughs> yeah. That, our, that probably makes sense. Cuff? Let's take a look at our ankle cuff. Uh, it's a lightweight metal chain with an old-fashioned padlock attached. You could probably weasel out if you really wanted to, but you might as well play along and find the key that opens it. That's fair. That's true. We may still want this job. Uh, okay, well, what do you want to look at? You don't need to draw a foot. Just tell me what you want to look it at, It wasn't Annie. the foot. It was that I tried to draw the cuff to look more cuffy, and now it looks like a robot magnet hand. It does look like a magnet hand. All right, what next? Well, there's only so much that we can get to. Um, how about the maze? Yeah, let's go have a look at the maze. That's, that's a fun idea. That's processy. Okay. If it's working, that'll be easy enough for us to do. It's a big 3D plastic maze hanging on the wall because no vampire's den is complete without a big 3D plastic maze. Very thematic. <laughs> you see an old iron key at the bottom and the way out is at the very top. It's covered with a big sheet of plexiglass, so there's no way to reach inside, but the maze is laughably simple. There are only three dead ends. Plus, the outside is scratched where past players rubbed something against it, revealing the solution. You could solve it with your eyes closed, by which I mean there is no supplemental image for this maze. <laughs> Fair. I now, appreciate would... that because that's pretty much how my maze is. Uh, shall we? We need to find a magnet. That's exactly what it sounds like to me. Unless it's so bad that we can just grab the key from where it is. No, be... Like there's a hole <laughs> But we it. can stick our arm in it. Yeah, stick our arm at the top of the maze and grab the key. Probably not. Well, the only other things we can look at is like the exit door and one half of the lockers. Mm -hmm. uh, do you want to check out the, the door? We've got to check the door. You Absolutely. always check the door. It's a new phrase. Good I'm thinking. Cool. All right. Entrance door it is. There's nothing special about the door itself, but there is a poster on it listing the rules of the escape room. Ooh, Yay. all right. Let's have a look at these escape room rules. So the, the poster is linked in the show notes below for people, but uh, if we look at this photo, it's, it's got a list of six rules and then a rip at the bottom. Uh, so, so, so maybe there's a seventh rule, like always punch coffins when they laugh and, you know, we'll yeah. have forgotten that. Uh, so do, do you want to read it? Well, as it is, I'm having a look through these and they seem pretty standard stuff. Do not move furniture, no climbing or reaching above your head. Don't touch the outlets or unplug anything. Do not touch anything with this symbol. And you got like the, uh, red cross tout cancel yep. symbol. Do not tamper with or turn off the walkie-talkie. Do not touch the emergency exit button except in case of emergency. And that's all we've got so far. And then rule seven, which we're assuming is always punch things that laugh at you. Yes. Yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> that's a good reminder of this walkie-talkie. It is. We have a walkie-talkie, but we don't need hints yet. We have it. That's true. Can we, the, the emergency exit button that is next to us, does uh, it just look like an emergency exit button? doesn't have like cryptic writings written on it? Yeah, it's just a normal green plastic button mounted on a panel in the wall. And All right, well, it's not an emergency yet. Still, still feeling this out. Does the poster move off the door or is it Ooh, stuck firmly yeah. Can down? Can we take the poster off? Sure, you can sort of pry it up and look underneath it. It's just a poster. Cool. Okay. And again, if we just look around the floor, we can't see the bottom of it that's fallen off anywhere? No, there doesn't seem to be anything on the floor. I wonder if it's been sucked up into the vent or something. <laughs> 
What? I don't know. You're going elaborate right away. I'm not elaborate. Man, well, I'm not thinking that far ahead. I'm just going, cool, it's not there. It'll be there later. Fair. Uh, well, the only other thing we can really get to is the locker, or the near locker of yeah. the tube. Let's check that out to what extent we can. Okay, you take a look, and it's a set of two beat-up metal lockers, the tall kind with the vents and padlocks on the front like you might see in a high school or a vampire's den. Sure, why not? Yeah, yep. sure. A high school vampire. It's, it's uh, Twilight. So the one on the left is locked with a four-letter combination lock, and the one on the right looks like it requires a key. Most pertinent to your situation, though, is the horseshoe magnet clinging to one side, just within your reach. <laughs> nice. Nice. Now, when you say the left and the right, is that like when we're facing them? So the left one is the one that we can currently reach? Yes. And that, then the left one had the... Four letters. Four-letter lock? Mm-hmm. And the other one needs a key. Brilliant. Yes. Okay, well, we can't get into the... And there's nothing else, like, written on it or, or stuck to it. It's just we got the magnet now? Right. Beautiful. Well, let's use the magnet to get Swipe the Swipe that magnet and see if it works on that to maze. unlock the lock to catch the fly. Perhaps we'll die. I've made Seems this joke fair. already this season. Uh, let's go to the maze. Let's get the, the thingy. Let's put the key. Let's take the key. Let's go. Okay. You use the magnet to deftly retrieve the key from the maze. No awesome. problem whatsoever. Sweet. Nice. Now we have a key. Does it look more like a locker lock-sized key or a well, we can't door reach that lock size? Oh, we can't. Oh, you're right. We so can't I think reach it's maybe an ankle, it our ankle it's lock. An right, ankle that also has key. a lock. Can we use the lock to unlock our ankle lock key lock lock ankle key? Uh, you know words. These words we're so good at using. Yes, you <laughs> unlock the. <laughs> 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 Go on. Uh, yes, it's an old-fashioned key. It perfectly fits the padlock you're chained with. Uh, so nice. you unlock it and pull the chain off the coffin. You are now free. Excellent. Does it stay stuck to the coffin, or can we now just carry this chain around with you, us? You can carry it around. Awesome. Awesome. We're going to need that. That's so much more freeing than a lot of escape rooms. It's a weapon. All you right. Want to fight Kirk. Well, with this freedom. We have a lot more stuff that we can look at. Yeah, let's have a look at the new stuff. We don't have a key yet for the door or the locker, mm -hmm. but do you want to go check the other door? We probably should. Let's check I've, the I've north been door. burned by that before. North door. The only interesting thing about this door is the padlock holding it shut. It's a directional lock, which requires an up, down, left, right sequence to open. So I guess really the only other thing to check now is the fan and the vent. Do you want yeah. to go check out the fan first? Okay. It's a big square fan that's been installed in a recess in the wall. It's currently blowing cool air into the room. You don't see any controls, but it's plugged into an outlet below next to a red sticker that says, do not touch. All right. Oh, let's yeah. Touch. I meant to ask if there was anything else that we had that sticker on it. Yeah. It's that sticker cool. from the, from the rules. Um, and what about the vent? When you look more closely at it, it's not so much a vent as a dark hole in the wall that slopes downward. It's pretty small, <laughs> but wide enough to fit your arm into. If you dare. I dare. I dare. <laughs> You reach in the hole as far as you can, and you can't reach the bottom. But about a foot down, you feel some textured fabric in the shape of letters. It spells out the word dark. Nice. Well, do you think perhaps Danny Silla, but that is our four-letter code? It does sound like a four-letter code. I go to the locker and I put in dark. The lock clicks open and you pull open the locker. Disappointingly, there's nothing inside at all, except for some more of those blood-dripping stickers in the back, spelling out U-U-R. Ah, 
How do those go together? So we have L-R-D-U-U-R. Oh, I know how that goes together. I know what I'm going to do is the next step. Because I don't think we can do anything else other than this. Oh, that makes sense. That it's left, right, down, up, up, right. Ooh, is that the order? Uh, Well, it's probably either that or up, up, right, left, right, down. Makes sense. I want to go the order we found them. Okay. Give it a go. Um, But it's true. It doesn't really indicate what's first. But I'm going to go to the padlock and I'm going to try to start with L-R-D-U-U-R. That does not open the lock. Oh, sorry. Yeah, (laughs) left, right, down. Okay. So now I'm going to go the other way around and go up, up, right, left, right, down. The lock pops open. (laughs) It makes no sense that this code worked and the other one didn't, but okay. (laughs) So you push open the door to reveal another sparsely decorated room, much like the first. In an alcove on the west side of the room is a small sofa with a floral rug sitting in front of it. Sense. Wait, sorry, I gotta draw a new rectangle. I left myself space. I was smart. So Vampires in... have grandmothers as well. So what? What was that first thing? Sorry. <laughs> a sofa with a pretty rug in front of it. And where was that? On the west. On the west wall. So there's a sofa. And did someone say a floral pattern? Yeah, it's a floral rug. I love it. I was picturing a floral sofa because we had one of those when I was young. Against the north wall is a table with three saucers on it. Ooh. To the left of the table is another door, and to the right is a small safe sitting on the floor by itself. There's also a poster on the east wall. Nice. So we've got a whole new room to look through, Danny. Yeah, what the? And another door, which means there'll be another whole room. Yeah, to look my through. God. All right, let's another look at one, and then another one. Let's first look at that door. <laughs> see only what we're one after. Tenth of the way through. There's nothing particularly noteworthy about this door either, except some more of the red stickers that spell out exit. Maybe that's so the vampire doesn't forget how to leave his den. Mm. Vampires, uh, if you look into the folklore, uh, one of the things they can't do is know where the exit to a room is. That's actually why they keep having to ask permission to get into people's houses, because otherwise they can't find the doors. Yeah, they're just like, I don't don't get it. Oh, yeah, I researched all of this before I wrote the room, so. Uh Oh, yeah, and if you write entrance on your door... You don't, they don't need permission. It's permission is, is not actually about permission. It's just because they can't figure out how doors work. Um, okay, well, <laughs> is there anything on the back of the door that we've just come through? Sadly, no. No, that's not sad at all. That's just... Uh, just checking on the things that have burned sure us through the season. Just making sure we don't seem like idiots. <laughs> uh, well, where do you want to go first, Danny L? Uh, sit on couch. Sure, let's go sit on the couch. Okay, sit on the sofa. And also maybe look at it. Well, yeah, I guess. Okay, you look at it before sitting on it. It's a small satiny sofa, more like a loveseat size, and a salmon pink that clashes with all the red and black in this room. It's shoved into a little alcove in the corner. And sitting on it, you feel something underneath you. Behind one of the cushions, you find a vial. It's almost completely full of bright red liquid. Blood! Blood! I wouldn't go that far. Um, blood! <laughs> Do you want to check the rug as well? Absolutely. It's a smallish rectangular rug, black with a blotchy red rose in each corner. It's sort of goth looking, but doesn't exactly scream vampires down. Is there anything underneath said rug? Under the rug, you find another vial tucked into a little crack in the floor. This one's almost half full of bright red liquid. Judging from, the, <laughs> judging from the stains on the underside of the rug, it seems like the proprietors figured out the hard way that people tend to step on rugs before they look under them. Uh... Was the other, sorry, was the couch one completely full? Almost completely full. This one's yes. awesome. That's exactly how I drew yeah. it. Phew. Okay. 
Uh, okay, so we've got some blood and some blood. Do you want to check the poster? Yeah, absolutely. Let's have a look at this poster that's on the right wall. It's a hand-drawn picture of a tombstone with R.I.P. written in the same dripping blood stickers you're familiar with by now. Uh, and that is the second supplemental image. Ooh. Ooh, wonderful. All right, so this is another one that will be linked for people in the show notes below. Uh, but otherwise, I'm going to describe this one. It mm -hmm. says, R.I.P. Simon Belmont, who's from <laughs> uh, 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 Castlevania. Dracula challenged him to a duel Ooh. and ate him when he won. Love it. And then it. there's a little, uh, little uh, tic-tac-toe board. Or a squishy hashtag. Or a squishy hashtag. As, uh, yeah. And then there's some grass and then there's some soil. Uh, so clearly it wants us to do 281, right? Where are we doing 281? Maybe in the safe. Oh, that makes sense. Because, uh, yeah, the word two, the word eight, and the word one are all in capitals. Like we're idiots. Um, <laughs> and, but then there's also a, 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 a maybe the duel should be tic-tac-toe. That's true. That'd be awesome. But I don't know how Is to... that how Castlevania goes? Oh, yeah. You meet Dracula, you display tic-tac-toe. Oh, my God. Why have I avoided it for so long? Mm. Um, I, I could win that, <laughs> I think. <laughs> okay, so 281. Uh, cool. And we are hoping that that may be safe that useful. Might be for the safe. Do you want to go check out the safe? Absolutely. Let's check out the safe. Uh, you haven't seen this model of safe before, but you recognize it as the kind with a numeric keypad on the front that will lock you out if you enter an incorrect code three times. Well, what if we put in 281? You put in 281, and when you hit the pound key, the light turns green and you hear a beep. When you open the safe, you find a small compartment that contains a third vial of fake blood. It has a small amount of the liquid inside. Well, we got three vials, we got three sources. Do you want to check out the table with the three sources? Yeah, I guess so. It's a roughly constructed wooden table, lightweight but sturdy. The tabletop is unusually thick, presumably to hide some kind of mechanism. But when you look underneath, you see it's been permanently sealed shut. Clearly, the saucers are the important thing. There are three of them. They're arranged in a row towards the back of the tabletop. When you try to pick one up, you find that they're glued on and you can't remove them. But when you touch them, they jiggle up and down a little bit, kind of like they're on scales. Also, each one has a little light in front of it, but none of them are currently lit. Um, okay, well, how should we do this? What if we just put the little vial, like the, the, light, the lightest weight vial, without opening it, without pouring anything, yeah. we just put it in the saucers in turn to see if one of the lights light up? Okay. All right, so just like put it, we take, put the, the, take the emptiest vial, yeah. vial and put it on the leftmost plate. That light lights up. Ooh, okay. Oh, cool. And now let's do the other two, the... Okay, let's put the half full one in the middle one. Okay, that lights up. And the full the one third on the third. third one. The final light turns green. And you hear victory music playing faintly from somewhere. But nothing else happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing happens. Was that uh, really the final puzzle? After a second, you hear a lock pop open on the door next to you. Hey, me, hey guys, it's me, Kirk. Uh, you did it. Uh, good work. Uh, you want to like leave now? I got stuff to do. It's me, Kirk. Bye. I'm assuming. Now I cannot <laughs> wait to hear how close that actually is to what happens. Uh, we go to the door. We yeah, absolutely. Okay. You head over to the exit door, ready to celebrate your win. But when you try the handle, it won't open. You <gasps> bang on it a few times. Nothing. But you're sure you solved that puzzle correctly, right? Is it mm. locked from the other side? This is very strange. All right, I get out my walkie-talkie. Yeah, this sounds like one of those uncomfortable times where you've got to ask if something's been broken. And I go, uh, 
yeah, Kirk, uh, we we did the we did the final saucer puzzle and everything went green and it, you know it played the cool music and stuff. Uh, the door's not open. Are we is it meant to be open? Are we done? You wait a minute and you don't hear anything. Kirk is not answering. Looks like oh. no one's coming to help you. Oh. I go. Okay. Uh, Kirk. Uh, if you don't answer in the next 20 seconds, we're just going to hit the emergency exit and get out. All right. Okay, Kirk, I'm walking. I'm, over, I'm near the door. Kirk. Oh, wait, I should take my finger off the thing and let him respond. <laughs> no response. <laughs> All right, Kirk, you asked for this. I hit the emergency exit button. Okay, this definitely qualifies as an emergency. But when you press the button, it feels hollow inside. Like it isn't really connecting with anything. <laughs> oh, no, Kirk. He's been stealing the, the wiring. <laughs> Did Kirk forget about you and go home early? You silently curse boxed in escapes. Then you turn back around and gather your thoughts. You'll do what it takes to get out of here. Rules or no rules? <laughs> rules or no rules, eh? <laughs> rules or no rules, eh? Um. <laughs> <laughs> turn into my vampire form. <laughs> um... Where does your mind immediately go? Well, we never checked if the south door was actually locked. I try and open it. <laughs> it's definitely the door locked. We came in. All right, I kick it as hard as I can. <laughs> we start moving furniture everywhere. Let's start moving furniture. Well, that, what I mean, this was, yeah, I have one particular rule in mind. You want to check out, like, plugs? I want to unplug that fan. Oh, yeah, let's unplug the fan. All right, you boldly unplug the fan, and its blades slowly <laughs> work to a halt. Yeah. It's now somewhat warmer in the room. Looking at the fan now that it's slowed down, is there anything, like, written on it, hidden on it, behind it? Uh, it's too dark behind there to see if there's anything really inside or behind it. Okay. Okay. Can we remove the outlet? We never even opened that other locker, did we? Oh, no, we never did. Hmm. (laughs) Okay, what else can we break? Let's climb and reach above our heads. (laughs) Uh, Can we move the coffin? The coffin is too heavy to move. Can we move the lockers? The lockers are also too heavy to move. Can we move the sofa? Yes. In, <laughs> in, in brash defiance of the posted rules, you heave the sofa away from the wall. Just throw it as far as we can. <laughs> with all of your strength. As you do so, you discover a hidden passage behind it. Ooh. <laughs> a whole it, passage? I didn't see that coming. Yeah. It hits around <laughs> to the south, just big enough for you to crawl through. I crawl. Uh, d- no, I crawl Danny, through. Do you want to crawl? Absolutely. That's my specialty. Okay. You crawl through the dark passage and emerge into a narrow storage room. The only light comes from the fan sticking out of the east wall, probably oh. the back of the fan you saw from inside the escape room. Ah. I stand on the other side of the fan and I see if we can see each other. I blow air through it to. Oh no, I oh, guess it's on again. Ah, as a magic fan. The best prank of all. Is there a light in here that, uh, that I can fumble for on the walls? No, the only light is coming from the escape room, but there's also some other things in the room that I can describe. Awesome. Please, please. Um, on the south wall is a storage cage with a set of shelves behind it containing various escape room supplies. Mm hmm. To the west is a door with some notes taped to it. That's everything. You gonna come in? Join me? No, I'll just yell at you through the fan. All oh, right. what's on that door? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I'll go to the door first. Let's take a look at it. 
Once again, there's nothing interesting about the door itself, but you can try to read the notes in the dim lighting. Oh, yeah. Uh, the first note looks like it was typed on a typewriter. It says in block letters, Employees, please make sure shift paperwork is secure and up to date per your contracts. In case you forget, here's a hint for the alternate safe code. But underneath that, the rest of the paper is blank. At the very bottom of that page is a sticky note that says, I dropped the hex wrench in the vampire's den and it disappeared somewhere. Sorry. It's signed Kirk. Where would that have gone? Okay, so we have a hint for a safe code that we can't, that isn't there. But there is apparently an alternate safe code. And also we've lost a hex somewhere in the den. Does the den imply anywhere within these two rooms, do you think? Or I'd specifically be... the first room? Oh, I would have assumed that the whole room was the Is vampire's the den. den. Okay. That's it. Um, do you want to have a look at this cage? Yep, might as well. I examine the, the, the storage cage. It's basically a chain link fence that walls off the tools and supplies from unauthorized personnel. Unfortunately, it's shut tight and you don't see any way to unlock it. Oh. The shelves behind it are filled with tools and supplies for making an escape room run smoothly. You see a couple of old monitors, a stack of mismatched saucers, some spare padlocks, but you can't reach most of it. The only things you can reach through the fence are a small flashlight and a pack of stickers. Well, do you want to grab the torch? Absolutely. The... Oh, you grab the both, right? Torch and stickers. Oh, yeah, I will grab both, absolutely. Uh, I will play with the torch for a bit in here, but the stickers I will pass through the fan to Billy. Oh, <laughs> he can examine those. Well, that doesn't make it easier for Sarah. She has to still describe them once, one after the other. Describe them both. Go word at a time. Jump between the two descriptions <laughs> and do a word about the torch and then a word about the stickers. Mm. So the torch flashlight. All I'm going to do, I'm just going to turn it on because this was a pretty dim room. I'm going to just turn it on, flourish it around and see if the brightness tells me anything see if it's new. it's even bright, it could be a black light. Oh, well, that's when true. You, you... When you click the button, it doesn't appear to have any batteries. Ah, fair. Oh, have we seen anything with batteries that we can steal? Maybe yeah. the speaker. Oh, interesting. Um, and um, if I have a look at these stickers in the light of the actual room, what's going on? Good thinking. Uh, it's an open pack of stickers shaped like letters in a spooky font <laughs> that looks like it's dripping with blood. Basically, it's the same stickers you've been seeing on the props. Are any of them marked in any interesting way? Like, is there something that could distinguish, say, a random V from another S? No, they're all pretty standard. There are some that are missing. Yeah, I, that was going to be my oh, question. Yes, What's missing? Is there anything missing besides the ones we've seen? So what have we seen so far? We've we seen, seen LRD. We've seen L-R-D-U-U-R. Exit. E-X-I-T. And, and RIP was written, not stickered, wasn't it? Or was it stickers? It was that stickers. That was stickers. Ooh, okay, so what is missing? Like how many run-throughs of the alphabet do we get? Would you like to know which ones are missing? Absolutely. I would love to know which others are missing. Well, okay. which, well, which yeah. ones are missing? Yeah. So here's a list of the ones that are missing. There's a D and three E's. G, H, and three I's. K, L, P. And three R's. Mm-hmm. A T and two U's. And W, X, Y. Okay, so I have a list of what I think is in, in, is in excess of what we found. Okay, so I'm just going to go through. I haven't done that yet, so I'm going to cross out. Okay, we've D. We've used, we've used one E for exit. Yep. I believe yeah. the other two are in excess. G, I haven't is seen in any excess. Gs. 
Eight. In, in excess. One of the eye. Two of the eyes. No, there, there were three eyes and we've used two of them. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, so I'm one, one I'm, eye I'm going through excess. what I'm crossing right. out. Uh, K, no. Yep, that's excess. L, yes, we've we used, used an that. L. P has been used. Mm-hmm. One, two R's? Uh, no, yep. three R's. Yeah, we've R-I-P, used all three R-I-P, L-R-D, yep. and U-U-R. Yep, there's no excess R's. T for exit. Yep. Uh, both the U's got used. Yep. Uh, w. Haven't used the W. X we have. And I haven't used the Y. So we, oh. I've got E-E-G-H-I-K-W-Y as the excess letters. Do they rearrange into anything interesting that you can see? Goodness. Key. key. Way key. Way the key. Keyway? Way key? So the word way, like to weigh something. Yeah. And the word key, like a key. Uh, we have a key. Do you want to put it on we one of the sources keys. and see what happens? Oh, do we need all? Th- do we need like a third key and then we can oh, weigh no. out all the keys? Well, keyway is some extra thing because that could be. Um, that might be like a hint for the safe code because it's blank. So maybe it was stickers that were stuck onto the letter and they've fallen off at some point. Could be. And they used to say weigh key. Um, we haven't seen anywhere like an actual scale, have we? For weighing, like in that storeroom, there's not like a scale that's just out of reach. No, not that you can see. Okay. Uh, if we go to the sources, we have two keys already. One that we used for a door. No, what, what are our two keys? Hand, the foot cuff. Yeah, what was the other oh, key? Oh, sorry. No, uh, I was just because I drew that as a lock, but it wasn't. It was just the one. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. So we have one key. If okay, we put perfect. it on a saucer, does it do anything? Which saucer? Good the point. Leftmost saucer. We're taking the vials off, right? Yeah, vials smashed on the ground. <laughs> um, and the key in the leftmost saucer. Okay, you try putting the key on the leftmost saucer and the light lights up. What about the middlemost saucer? That one doesn't light up. And the thirdmost saucer? Also doesn't light up. Okay, Okay, so it does the same as a not very full vial. Yeah, okay, so it weighs the same as a not very full vial? Okay. Do the vials have markings for how much blood is in them? No, they don't have any markings on them. Okay. That would have been helpful. Uh, Okay, so we've got to weigh a key. And we know it weighs the same as a little bl- vial. That doesn't really help, though. Do you want to have a search for this Allen ring? The Allen key or whatever it is? I, I suppose so. The hex key? We've still got to look for batteries in some form. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Can we do that first? If we go over to the speaker in the coffin, can we rip that baby out of the wall? Whoa. You approach the speaker and you hear the spooky laugh once again. <laughs> The battery compartment is right there on the top. You open it up to reveal a single AAA now, battery. Now, hold on one moment. I didn't ask about the battery compartment. I asked if I could rip this speaker <laughs> out of the wall of the coffin in an act of violence. Tell him no, tell him no, tell him no, tell him no. Tell him yes, tell him yes, tell him yes. <laughs> well, it's, it's securely bolted to the coffin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything except for the AAA battery. Okay, uh, let's take the AAA battery and throw it in the torch. Okay. Does that work? You put it into the torch, but it still needs two more batteries. Whoa, Ooh, a three okay. battery what else torch. is electronic so far? Where have we seen maybe the table, because it has to light up, but I want to leave that for key weighing purposes. Wait, the table light? Oh, right, because yeah, it has lights in, in it. I uh, see. What else have we seen that could have been electronic? I feel like maybe, is there anything in the lockers? Should, is there supposed to be something on to the emergency exit button? Ooh, ye, maybe? Can we check around the emergency exit to see if it was like lit up with a little battery? Um, yeah, you look more closely at the emergency exit button. 
And you see that the panel it's on has little hexagonal holes in each corner, Ugh. but you can't see much more about it. Okay. Um, if we look around the maze, is there anything hidden in any of the dead ends? No, there's nothing else inside the maze. Okay. One of them still needs a key. The same key doesn't work on the oh, locker as the well, does it? the same key work on the locker? Looking more closely at the padlock, you can see that someone broke a key in the lock and it's totally oh. jammed. There's oh. also a do not touch sticker pasted on oh. the lock. So apparently this wasn't part of the game. Okay, <laughs> let's break this lock one day. Maybe we'll get bolt cutters. Oh, that's so mean. Um, okay. <laughs> so. What else have we needed? I feel like right now, real room, my real instinct is to just belly flop on the ground and like army scuttle around seeing if I can find a dropped hex key in any little corner or crevice. See how embarrassing it is to do real rooms with Danny. <laughs> Yeah, let's search for this hex key. Let's look around, like, under, behind the coffin, uh, uh, on top of the maze, maybe next to the, next to the, uh, the, the, the rug in the vent, the vent rug, underneath the lockers. That's not a place to look. Just everywhere. Under the rug, again, but more closely. Behind the post. We never took that extra poster off the wall. No, you're right. We didn't. But we'll do that. We won't do that yet. We'll just search everything else under the safe, under the table, etc. Yeah. Can we find it? Does army crawling around the room reveal anything? No, there's nothing yeah. else on the floor except dust. We uh, haven't yeah. looked up in any of these rooms. You're Is there right. Anything, are there any markings on the? Like, what's the ceiling like? Whoever built this room must have been counting on the fact that most escape room players never look up because <laughs> a bunch of the ceiling tiles are stained or damaged. As you look around in the second room, you notice that one of the tiles above the table is slightly askew. Jump on the uh, table, jump on the table. I was just right before you break said this. those rules and jump on the table. I was table. going to suggest we start climbing. Ah, Nobody likes the rules. All right, let's clamber. I do not step on a saucer. I do. I want to see if I weigh the same as a vial. Going against your well-honed sense of escape room etiquette, you climb up onto the table, push the ceiling tile aside, and reach into the blackness. Just beyond the opening, you touch what feels like a stack of papers. You can't reach anything else, so you grab the papers and hop back down to take a closer look. A cloud of dust fills the air as you flip through the pages. These seem to be early design documents for the vampire's den. A few things stand out as interesting. First, you find some puzzle designs. They're in rough stages and you don't recognize most of them, but there's one paper with drawings that look just like the vials you found next to a layout of the saucer mechanism with a bunch of complex algebra scribbled underneath that you can't decipher. <laughs> It looks like each saucer is mounted on top of a scale that's calibrated to trigger at a certain weight. Only the one on the right is labeled with a specific number, 64 grams. Ooh. Okay. Also, at the very bottom of the stack, you find a diagram of the emergency exit button. Apparently, they installed it over a keypad. Pretty bizarre security decision by the owner. <laughs> the diagram shows how you can take off the button contraption with an L-shaped tool to access the keypad underneath and override the door lock. Lovely. Okay. I'm going to assume for puzzle's sake that the weight is about, like, the, the vials are negligible oh, weight. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Well, or that they're counted yeah, into yeah. the weight. Um, is there, like, if we look at the, the little vial compared to the large vial, is there, like... Oh, see, that wasn't quite oh, how I was, was going idea? to I was going. I wasn't going to try to compare them. I was going to take the key and the small vial and put it on the large vial together. Oh, to see if they weigh half as much. Well, we know that they weigh the same thing. Yeah. If they happen to weigh exactly the same as that 64 grams, then we'll know how much they are each. Yeah, or we can put it on the Something middle like one, which was half full, so maybe we can assume that it's That's true. Yeah, well, you yeah, can, can mess we with them a little Can we put the key and the little vial together on the largest plate? 
you put those two things on the largest plate and the light does not turn on. It looks like it's too light to, mm. to trigger. Fair enough. Okay. What if we do the same thing, but on the middle ones, both the baby vial and the key on the middle one? When you do that, the light does turn on. Excellent. All right. Okay. So we know, hold on, let's do some, let's do some maths here. We know that the key is equal to half of the blood vial, the, but which I wrote in non-capital letters, which makes it the middle-sized blood vial, right? So the key is half the weight of the, of the middle blood vial. Uh, presumably. Cool. So if we put the blood vial, like if we put both of the little blood vials and the key, all three together, onto the large plate, does the light go on? Yes, it does. Okay, cool. So the the half blood so that half blood vial is half the weight of the first one, so it's thirty two de- thirty two grams. Degrees. And then the and then the key is half that weight, which makes it uh sixteen. Yeah. So that's what it grams. sounds like to me. Okay. So that's fun. Well that's the key weight. We've weighed the key. So the key that we have is sixteen grams, and that possibly could be a separate code for the the safe. But does the safe only allow us to do numbers or can we do letters as well? Oh. Uh, the safe only allows numbers. Can we put in 16 in the safe and see what happens? Yeah, you, you type in 16, uh, and when you hit pound, it's, it rejects that as the code. Do you think we need more keys? I wouldn't have said so. We only got one key. When we interpreted that, we didn't see keys. Oh, it is keyway. Okay. Well, we weighed the key. The key weighs 16 grand. Of course. Damn, I had so much fun with that puzzle, and now I don't know what to do Could with it. Could the keyway thing have not been... I think it's probably what was on that poster. Or like as a hint for the alternate safe code. Um, I mean, we are making that connection ourselves. There was exactly. nothing that indicated. There's nothing that specifically, specifically that. So that. it could be wrong. Yeah, and we're still looking for batteries for the rest of that torch yeah. setup. So many batteries. I'm going back to those rules. I got to find more rules the, to break. Yeah, let's break more rules. What What are the rules again? What What can we break? Okay, so do not move furniture. Great. No climbing or reaching above your head. Great. We've done that. Don't touch outlets or unplug anything. We've unplugged something. It didn't really help. Is there anything? We haven't seen anything else that has been plugged in uh, or no. any outlets to touch. So I think that's okay. And then don't touch anything with the symbol. We, we did that as well. Have we seen anything? The, uh, well, locker, the, locker, the locker had the locker symbol, symbol, didn't it? We can't like break it with our hands, I'm assuming, because it's a broken lock. It'd be weird if I was strong enough to rip it off the locker. Or can I? Can I try and open the locker anyway? Just rattle it until something falls off? Oh, oh really? What? Does that walkie-talkie have batteries? Oh, we got a walkie-talkie! <laughs> ah! you, <laughs> you open the battery compartment and there are indeed two AAA batteries inside. <laughs> I throw oh. the walkie-talkie into the corner. Damn it! Uh, okay, <laughs> so we got two batteries. We put those with the third battery that we found into the torch. We have a torch. Good work. Yes. Good, yes. Good yes. Smart. yes, it works. And nice. it doesn't look like an ordinary light. It gives off the telltale glow of a black light. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. I am comfortable with that at this point. <laughs> All right. I'm going to sit on the couch while Danny scours every surface of each of the rooms with the black light. Straight into the coffin. Okay. You can uh, look all around the coffin. There's nothing unusual that you pick up. Okay. Well, I, I also, uh, I go over to the rug in the other room, lift it up where apparently like some of it may have been a little spilled or something, uh, put the black light over it to see if it's real blood. <laughs> uh, there's definitely stains on this rug, but you don't find anything else interesting. 
Okay. Okay. Where should we take it? Where should I take it now? I feel Everywhere. powerful. Uh, maze. The, lo- uh, the maze? Okay. Ma- just, let's just there go were, through everything. There were scratches on the maze. Okay. You shine it all over the maze. Doesn't turn up anything. Okay. Uh, okay. The lockers. The fronts lockers. of the lockers. Especially the clo- the broken one. Yeah. Nothing on the front of the lockers. We're going to get... It's not... I mean, obviously, it's going to be the last thing we pick, but... I mean, yes. Yeah, that's how, how it works. searching things works. But- uh, the fan. Nothing on the fan either. Into the vent. I know it doesn't really light up the vent much, but I know it was dark in there. Uh, you still can't see much in there, but there's definitely a glint of something at the bottom of the hole. Maybe a foot out of reach. Can we use the... I have a robot hand. We found a magnet, didn't we? We did find a magnet. Does, would that help us get something from the bottom of the hole? If we if we just reach in as far as we can with the, with the magnet? You reach in and swipe around in the vent with the magnet, but you still can't seem to reach the bottom. What mm. if we... Do we have that chain, didn't we? You said we had a chain. Yeah, but how do we attach a chain to a magnet? We just... Well, look, the chain was very long, so we put the magnet looped onto the chain because it was yeah. a horseshoe magnet, and then we held it both was? ends of the magnet, and we just dip it down. Like it was this. a horseshoe magnet? Yeah, and we just dip it down like this. Whoop, and then we dip up again. Yeah, you can I've broken that. it. This seems, like a, this seems like a way to lose a magnet. Nah. You carefully attach the magnet and slowly lower the chain down into the vent, and you hear a metallic clink. Fine. You and your magnets this season. I'm good with magnets. They call me the magnet boy. You carefully pull the chain back up to find you've snagged a small L-shaped tool from inside the vent. A hex Allen wrench or whatever you want to call it. Lovely. Right. Now, does that feel like we've uh, used that black light enough? No, not at all. We didn't really. We keep shining it on stuff. I could be wrong. Nope. Okay. Um, Okay. Back to the other room. I shine it on the... Poster. Yep, the set, the graveyard poster. Nothing new on the poster. The other poster. Um, the, rules. the rules. The rules. No, the rules poster doesn't have anything on it either. Ugh. The walls of the rooms, both rooms, just like over the walls in general, not a specific object. Okay, you spend five or ten minutes shining the black light <laughs> all over okay. the walls in both rooms, and you find nothing. Okay. Yeah. Are you hope Now, which would you prefer... This is just our bad luck of choosing everything wrong <laughs> or that it's designed that way to mimic the horrible feeling of having a black light in a room. Oh, <laughs> uh, who knows? Okay. Uh, how about that? The other poster that has the blank space when talking about oh, yeah. the alternate safe code. You shine the black light over the blank paper and it reveals a list of words you didn't yes. see before. Nice, 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 this, nice, owner, nice. <laughs> this owner is really careful with his codes. Now it says, in case you forget... Here's a hint for the alternate safe code. Blades and flowers and dead ends and clue inside right locker. <sighs> okay, well. That's good. I would okay. say blades. We stopped the fan from spinning. How yeah. many blades are on the fan? You take another look at the fan. You count four blades. Yes, You're that's what to- I drew. <laughs> You're about to turn back around when you catch sight of something. What? There's a small sack of cash shoved inside the base of the fan. What? Ah! Can we take the cash? You pry open the casing and pull out the cash. It's probably it a couple hundred cash? dollars in small bills. Ooh, Ugh. someone's been stealing from the tip job, putting them in the fan. All right. Uh, and I, ooh, yes. <laughs> and it looks like the culprit left some evidence. A single <gasps> long red hair. <laughs> oh no! Who's got red hair? Anyone? Does Kirk have red hair? You. No, it's he doesn't. Ooh, it was actually red-haired Jane. Um, okay, flowers. There were four flowers on that rug. Um, I they 
they were in the corners, right? Yeah, I, it, I didn't. Was it just a flower in the corner? Or was is, is it four or is it a different number? It is four, four. One in each corner. All right. Exactly. Dead ends. There were there three. There were three. And who in the right locker? Well, the locker had a vent on the front, like a high school locker. Can we use the blacklight key to look in through that vent to see if anything lights up inside? Blacklight key. Sorry, the black light torch to look into the vent of the locker to see if anything inside is lit up. Yeah, you, you peek through the vent in the front of the locker and you can barely see some writing on one of the inside walls. It looks like it's the same bloody red stickers you've, you keep seeing in this room, but it's too Ooh, dark to see exactly what it says. Maybe that says Keyway. Maybe. Red stickers. We have to so figure out what was missing. So that'll be the 16. So that's the 16. Uh, can we try on the, on the safe, 44316? Sure. You close the safe and punch in this new code, and the light turns green. <laughs> yeah! Amazingly, safe... when you open the safe, yep. you find a different, larger compartment. <laughs> and what's in it? Inside, you find a notebook. You open the notebook to find a detailed employee shift calendar. Flipping through the pages, you see Kirk's name among several others. There's nothing else especially interesting about the calendar itself, but tucked into the back, you find a post-game photo of five smiling young people holding a sign that says Team Game Masters. Kirk is standing right Ooh. in the middle. Then there's a woman in an anime t-shirt high-fiving a woman with long, dark braids. On the other side is a guy pretending to drink one of the blood vials. And kneeling <laughs> in the front is a smiling woman with long, red hair. <gasps> Does she have a name tag on? No, there's no name tag. <laughs> but there's something else you notice in the photo. Yes. The picture was taken in the vampire's den in front of the door with a list of rules. But there's one more rule written at the bottom, along with an arrow pointing at the emergency exit button. Ooh, what does it say? What does it say? That is the third image. Okay. And the third image has the extra rule. I was wondering when we were getting to the third one. Aww. And the rule says, the key to escape Aww. is hashtag have fun. And then an arrow. Okay. 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 Let's open. Let's use the hex key that we found. We take off the, 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 the gibulobs and we remove. You know. Re- yeah, you the know. It's an Australianism. And you remove <laughs> the, the cover so, and, 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 and reveal the keypad. Yes, beneath. we did find the hex key. Where did we find the hex key again? That was what was in the, in the was vent. In the vent. Cool. Okay. So yeah, that is what we use to remove the thingy thingy from yeah. the thingy thingy. I got it very clear. <laughs> yeah, the wrench fits perfectly and you manage to unscrew the casing from the wall. Just like the document said, there's a keypad underneath. It looks like a typical telephone keypad with letters under each number along with a star and pound sign. The red light in the Hi. corner is on, indicating there is indeed power to the keypad. Awesome. Now, what again, not the first time, possibly about the third time this season, I need to remember what numbers go with what letters. <laughs> and I remember. never do. No, you you can just it hit the letters. At, no, 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 no. I'm this sure is much more I fun. could. Starts but... at two and it's A, B, C. Then it's D, E, F. G, H, I. But then the middle one has four. J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S. Is that one the one that has a fourth? Or does the next one have a fourth? It might. There, I think there well, two whatever. We put in hashtag Fine. have fun. We got it wrong. We can't remember how numbers work. Hashtag have fun. Beep, boop, boop, beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. As soon as you hit the pound key, it assumes that was your entire code and it says uh, it says no. Oh, the arrow was pointing backwards. Oh, no, it was. Thing. It was pointing to I the I wondered left. about that. Starting with a hash is very so, unusual. Yeah, right? But it's right because okay. the arrow points. So it's, we put in N-U-F-E-V-A-H hashtag pound sign octothorpe as soon as you hit the pound key the green light turns on you try the door (laughs) and it opens yay let's get out of here 
You hurry out into the lobby, only to find your game master, Kirk, sitting there watching videos on his phone. He jumps to his feet, and you can instantly tell from the look on his face that he sabotaged your game on purpose. <laughs> he shoves oh. your belongings into your hands and tries to push you towards the door. But once he sees you're not leaving without answers, he finally caves. He admits that his boss has been acting suspicious, and he's afraid he's going to get fired. So when he saw how fast you were, he decided to lock you in and tank your game so you wouldn't replace him. Basically, this is the worst customer service experience possible. You're already mentally composing your Yelp review. <laughs> but you do have information that could help them. You could tell him you found the stolen money, along with some evidence. Then again, he my might not be the thief, but he's not exactly a model employee. All right. Well, my plan, absolutely, like before hearing that, as soon as the door, I wanted to have that cash in my hand and slam it down in front of him. Oh, he's just going to take it. We should tell the boss. No, let's just, let's just, oh, I don't know. What do you do? What's the moral choice here? Take the money? Well, I, I think mean, so. Is that clearly the moral choice? I think it might be the moral choice. Well, I mean, think about what we're doing. This is a job on the line. Yes. We could turn this place around. Do we want to? You look so menacing. <laughs> We've got $400. We could turn this place around with that. <laughs> Hey, no, for $400, real... we'd be millionaires. <laughs> real escape room. Um, let's tell Kirk that Vess Becker stole the money. <laughs> so we have proof that Vess Becker stole the money. Uh, here's the $400 she stole. It's from the tip jar, so it does belong to them anyway. So he, she, yeah. he should I take it. I want to slam the money down and say, who's your redheaded friend? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you slam the money down, and you tell him about the long red hair. And he's noticeably relieved. Of course, it was Pam, he says. I always knew she was a little too perfect. He laughs and claps you on the back like he didn't just lock you into an escape room. <laughs> I don't know what came over me, he says. It's just, this job is all I have. The owner doesn't do anything to keep this place running. I never even see him. He just leaves these annoying notes telling us what to do. <laughs> but maybe now he'll finally cut me some slack. And of course, I'll put in a good word for you if you want the job. We've got an empty space we're not using. Maybe you and I can design a new escape room. What do you yes. say? I, I love it. It's going to be... Uh, what's, what are we going to design? Uh, quickly, you have to... What four, are we gonna, $400 heist. Uh, you heist $400. <laughs> <laughs> Let's this do it. Place, this place is a mess, but at least you could learn the business and test out some ideas without having to put up any cash. And whatever you end up making, it'll definitely be better than the vampire's den. <laughs> yes. After this unlucky 13th escape room, you know your 14th one will be better because you're yeah. the one who's going to design it. Of yeah. course it was our 13th. <laughs>